Hello, powerful beings, and welcome to the I Am Sovereign podcast. This is a podcast to remind you, embolden you, empower you to remember the sovereignty that you were born with, the sovereignty that you are, and the sovereignty that we must walk in right now in this time in our lives. So, warrior up, angel up. Lighten up, goddess up, God up, all of it up so that you can stand in the truth of your sovereignty right now, right here, today. So relax, chill, and enjoy this episode that we have for you on the I Am Sovereign podcast. Hi guys, I'm Shauna, the Mystical Minister, and Today's episode on how they transform in the Total Freedom Protocol program is shared with Bianca, and I'm so excited to have her on today. Again, I am the school minister, and I am the creator, lead facilitator, and spiritual mentor for Total Freedom Protocol, where I take people through a 90-day journey um, one-on-one. We focus on mental, emotional, spiritual, physical, and sexual and we also touch on all the threads in life to support a full transformation. So, Bianca, introduce yourself to the people who you are and how you found me. Okay. Hi, my name is Bianca, and I I am me. <laughs> I am a Capoeira instructor, um, and I met Shauna through uh, like a personal development training that we both did at some point, and it was funny because I met I met her my first day of being there and I was still like, oh my gosh, I, I was kind of nervous, but I had like an instant connection with you. And then after that, we didn't really like see each other interact, but I always, I kind of knew that we were gonna, it was weird because I always knew that <laughs> we were gonna like meet again or talk or connect. It was, it was awesome. And then um, of course, like throughout my whole process, I did, I did see you like in and out and all that, but we never had like a chance to like really talk, talk. And then, yeah. And then we had a lot of things in common. Um, you were into like movement and like acro yoga and dance. And I wanted to start like getting together and making new friends, doing things like that, like really expressing myself. So we got together just to hang out. And I knew you were a coach and I knew you were amazing. And then you told me about your 90 day program. And one of my roommates had started the 90 day program too. And she was like raving about it every single day at my house. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, fine. Like, obviously this is something that I need to do. So then, yes. So then we started and it was amazing. And yeah, that's how I met her and how I started the program. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Uh, so let's talk about where you were when we first started physically. Like what was your experience in your body and what drew you to come work with me on that aspect? Yeah. Okay. So physically, um, I mean, I was everything like emotionally, spiritually, everything. I was in a completely different place than I am now. Um, but if we're starting with physically, um, I was training a lot. So like I said, I'm a capoeira teacher and of course a student. So I was training a lot and my body was aching. Like I was just, 
hurting everywhere. I was constantly getting injured. Um, and I kept trying to push through it, but it was like, it was, it was really bad. Like my knees were bad. My back was bad. Both my shoulders. I, I was always getting like migraines. Um, which by the way, I haven't gotten a migraine in like months. So I haven't told you that. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, I was, I was aching. Like I was, if it was, if it wasn't one thing it was another thing. And then I would like, start getting better one thing and then the other thing was hurt, hurting so that's where I was physically um and also in terms of like my job I was I I, I work at a capoeira place and I, I love the place that I work at but I was definitely like in a place where what I was be, my 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 um job title or like what my task weren't really like bringing out the best in me it wasn't like what I felt like I was supposed to be doing so I, I felt really drained um I was tired all the time and my mood was like eh, which is like really odd for me because I usually am like very bubbly and and happy and all that but I was at a really like drained I was just drained place yeah. when I yeah. first started yeah. And what about your food nutritionally? So it's funny because I am a certified health coach and like, like three years ago, I was like super on point. I was eating exactly how I wanted and all of that. And then I just went down this like downhill on my, <laughs> on my food habits, um, based on like people that I surrounded myself and like the environment that I started like being around and it was so hard to like pull myself out of it. So when we started, I was eating anything and everything, which is like really odd for me because I used to be really, um, really conscious of the food that I put in my body. And I was like super like deviated from that. And, and I knew I was deviated. And even before we started, I had like attempted so many times to like get back on track to eating healthy but it was like the hardest thing to do because I had already started eating unhealthy so I was like it was really hard to pull myself out of those habits um at the beginning when we started and then through like all the the work that we did like internal spiritual like emotional that it just for me it's crazy to think how hard it was for me to do it on my own because it felt it didn't feel like Oh, I, I can't wait to eat the chips, but I can't because me and Shauna talked about not eating the chips. It was just like a natural like ease into eating healthy. And now I'm just, I, that's my lifestyle. Again, I'm like back on track and it feels so amazing. Like, I'm so like, I wish I could show you. Everything. But I'm like, you can do whatever oh. you want. <laughs> I don't know what talking about. I'm like, I'm so happy. I, oh my gosh doing my smoothies like every all my superfoods i am not like for me personally i i have nothing against anything or anyone but i feel really happy when i'm eating vegan and plant-based so i'm doing that again which it was like oh my god it was so hard to get back to when i was trying it by myself and then now it's just it doesn't it doesn't even feel like how it used to when i used to eat it when it was like super restricted it's just like it's what i choose it's what i feel good doing and and there's nothing against like if like right now I'm like fully committed. I told myself until February 12th. So whatever, I'm not eating any animal product. But after February 12th, I have nothing against like if I feel like eating 
I don't know, mac and cheese, which I love. I'll eat mac and cheese <laughs> once or twice, whatever, but I, I'll, like, my habits and my, like, my routine is, like, rooted on healthy foods. Like, everything that I have in my household, except one Nutella jar that they gave me for Christmas. I don't know why somebody gave me that, but it's sitting there and it's closed, and I used, I used to have, like, a lot of um, issues with, like, um, self discipline or control like if that was there and I was by myself at home and nobody was looking at me I would just go sneak in eat it, and be like huh oh, like feel good in the moment and then feel like yeah and then feel like <laughs> after not only because I ate the whole thing and my stomach is hurting but because it's like this hitting like because I don't want anybody to know that I just stuffed my face on Nutella but now I'm like living authentically everywhere I go it's just like this is me yeah so let's talk about the shift with your like your emotional attachment to food and the shame that you had around food and the guilt because I remember mm -hmm. you were like all or nothing zero to hundred and that shifted so kind of yeah. into how let's start with that because I also before we go to emotional and all of that stuff we'll talk about the change and the shift the transformation in the physical department for you okay so yeah so before um i used to so there, there's a lot of i had i had like a lot of things around food and the way that i ate and all of that like judgments not only on myself but others like back then when i, I was like when i say vegan i was like that that vegan like posting every day and like the facts and like all of that so there was like a lot of things around that but um i kind of like i've learned I've, I found the balance, like, no, it's, it's like the judgment that we have in others is really the judgment we have within ourselves. So I started working on that. on like seeing like, where am I judging myself like so harshly and how I was like, I had, I had good intentions in that. It was like, um, coming from a good place, obviously. Uh, but at the end of the day, I started realizing that I was doing the same thing that I was judging other people from doing by being judgmental if that makes any sense so i kind of mm -hmm. like let go of all those judgments and and found what was true for me um and let go of judgments on myself too so that was one realm but then starting this like even when so at the beginning when we did the like the more like honing in and like no sugar and like all of that like it was a little bit more like strict in a way um just for the beginning, like, I remember one or two days that I, like, ate whatever. It was, like, oh, it was in my face, and I just really wanted to eat. I can't even remember what it was, but something that had sugar and whatever. I go on breakdown mode, and my usual reaction <laughs> used to be, like, like, it's the end of the world. I suck. I am, like, a complete failure. Like, might as well just eat everything in everybody else's fridge. Like, I'll just knock on everybody's door and eat their whole freaking fridge because I suck, obviously. So, like, that was, like, my, my automatic. And, I mean, one of the things that I loved about the program is that, like, you were available, I mean, on real time. It was like, hey, I did this. I feel like shit. I, I'm just going to start again next week and just eat everything because whatever. And... The, like you would hear I feel I felt like you would hear the judgment and how like harsh I was being on myself and then your response was I remember this because it like truly changed everything it was just like a very like calm like hey you like even laughed when you're like hey you're all right nothing like you're not like a fuck up in life just because you ate like a little piece of whatever you ate 
why don't you start now and you're fine and and then and that just changed everything like it's something so simple but like it's like that on top of all the other work we've done it just like adds on to shifting my mindset that I wouldn't yeah I was so used to like seeing things so like black or white I'm all or nothing and it's just so like flowing and being like all right it happened I'm human and now we're here and now I can choose to like continue to do this and it's helped me with everything because not only like I don't know if I eat like something small it's it just it's just that it's something small it doesn't turn into eating something small into like a million other things that I continue to eat because that's that used to be my pattern I was like oh I messed up now it's Wednesday I guess I guess I'll just go the rest of the week and start again on Monday. And then it was like that whole thing. And then the guilt, the guilt of like that is what eats, it, it would eat me alive. Like it was like horrible. So crazy to think where I'm at now. Like that's not even. I know. I know. It's so, it's, it's beautiful and it moves me. Oh my gosh. Like leaps and bounds, leaps and bounds. So physically, how did your body transform? And what did we do for you? Because you're the first mentee person in this program that I've like created this particular program for. And so I'm excited oh my God. For adding it in for other people too. <laughs> um, so you're talking about the, the workouts and the, or no, yeah. The recovery, okay. yeah. Oh, oh, the recovery, oh my God. Okay, I was talking about the, the like, the times that oh my god all of it all of it okay so (laughs) yes yes okay so i like i said i had a lot of like pains and things like that so i've it's things that i've always known like most of us that are like if you're listening to this you're probably like into all these things already like yoga acupuncture reflexology like self-massage foam rolling like normal things it's not like it's something that like Ooh, but um, <laughs> like I've known all these things it's just it's not the knowing like every that's what I always say like the information is out there if you if you want to be healthy you know what you need to do to be healthy but for some reason we still don't do it if you know that you need to stretch and you need to like whatever you need to do to make your body less achy that's online you could just find it hey what do I need to do so that my joints don't hurt drink this drink this do this do you do it most of the time we don't do it consistently but anyway <laughs> donna created a calendar like oh my god yeah it was like changed my life because ever since like shauna created a calendar and the fact that like she put i i know that takes time and effort and like love and all of that the, the fact that she did that because she knew what i was going through she knew exactly what i was it's like it's like in the moment, there's not a cookie cutter way that she does this. It's like she has all these tools and that she's been studying for years. And I could tell that like in the fly, she's like, I know exactly. I'm going to pull this tool that I got from like five years ago that is perfect for you right now, specifically what you're going through, what you need. And I'm going to like make it in a way where it's like easy for you to access it and apply it. And that's what she did. She created a, a calendar where like every day she gave me, it's like a, it's a recovery plan. Um, October, November, December is awesome. <laughs> every day was something. So like, let's say it says like, wake up, do 20 minute yoga or like, I don't know, foam roll for 15 minutes. And then she would, guys, 
she put links of specific like ones that I should follow and it's perfect because it's true like at first at first I didn't see the links at the beginning and I was like looking <laughs> for myself and I'm like oh there's so many like different ones like reflexology I've never done reflexology in myself I knew what it was but I never did it myself so I like look for it and there's a bunch of different videos but she had like picked exactly the one that she kind of like approves which is something that I trust because like like I said she has the experience and knowledge and all that and not only experience and knowledge it's like not knowledge because she's taking a lot of classes it's like that like spirit knowledge you know what I'm talking about okay <laughs> so she put the link she put the link of a specific yeah it was awesome so I after I started following that like to the T there was something about like knowing that somebody took the time to do it for me and was supporting me knowing that like I could trust the sources and that like it was time emotionally spiritually like physically we had also done like a lot of other like spiritual um work on myself where i was like it was time like i knew i was worthy of it and i just follow it to a t and my body like guys i'm a new person i'm literally a new person and now not only am i a new person like it's not it's obviously because of what i put my body through like constant training and working out and all that like things pop up again but back then like things would pop up and i would just go into like depression mode of like oh, i can't take class i can't do this i can't teach this part of the class that i that i was supposed to teach today but now it's like the recovery time it's like two days like if my shoulder has a little tweak i go back to all the tools that i already know like i don't even have to go to the videos anymore I just mm -hmm. sit down in my living room. I have a recovery section in my room, living room. It's so cute. I have, I have like a basket and like the foam roller, the lacrosse balls. The I bought a, a massage machine gun. I have the freaking yoga mat and like massage oil and the acupuncture. Yes. Mat, the mat. Um, yes, and like the homeworks. It was like okay, we talked. Hey, I have this homework. It's your choice. Like, obviously, she's not like, hey, you got to buy this. And she's not going to get paid for this. Like, <laughs> yeah. like okay. And she's not getting, like, a little commission, which a lot of coaches out there and, like, a lot of people out there are getting. And it's awesome. If you can do that, I think you should. But she's like, hey, this is going to be really good for you. This is your homework this week. Get this, get this, get that. It was always on, like, the perfect timing. Sometimes I didn't even talk to you. And you would be like, hey, I think it's time for this now, blah, blah. I'm like, what? Are you listening to me? Because I literally just told that to my boyfriend. So, yeah. That's the recovery plan. I'm, like, a new person. And, and it's, it's not only affected me, but, like, the people at my job, like, they see me because we're all, we're all Capoeira teachers. So, like, we train a lot. And it's just, yeah, that's not, it's not taught for us to, like, take that good care of our body. And we do only have one body right now, right this second. Nice. So, got to honor it. Especially us. We're putting it through a lot. So, mm. it's been magical. And so, what was the, you got, I get so excited. There was something, an achievement that you reached and that you were able to do in gymnastics. Oh, yeah. That you hadn't been able to before. Can you speak into that? Yes. Okay. So I've been doing capoeira for eight years, eight to nine years. And um, there's a big, big portion of capoeira is the acrobatics part of it, which is like flips, um, 
yeah flips is like the end goal the dopest thing a lot of people that are like fearless they start capoeira and they just start practicing flips and they get flips eight years eight years I'm telling you it's a big part of capoeira i'm really good at everything else but when it comes to flips like the only flips i've i've done and i do are like side flips or like anything that ha that involves like actually touching the floor so like any like back things but not like a back handspring or a back flip or anything like that that's always been like a fear of mine and i've tried like i used to go to the gymnastic gym a lot with like since i was younger because i started when i was like younger um but everybody would get their warm up start flipping and it would take me like i would have to be there an hour earlier than anybody else just to like get over my mental like fear and then start doing like little things but mm. now i got my back handspring and my backflip i still can't do my backflip like on regular floor outside of the gymnastics place but that's a huge like that's that's huge and now i get to yes. the gym Like I get to the gymnastics gym, I I can't wait. I just warm up and I start going for it. And every and it comes back. Like sometimes like that mental block comes back, but it's like so easy for me to be like, like you're safe, you're good, you have everything it takes, and like just do it, just do it, just do it, just do it. And I mean that's a huge accomplishment for me. It's like badass, honestly. Yeah, I'm it happy really about is. That. And you are badass. What's your Instagram handle so people can see all the badassery that you're up to in the capoeira world? It's um, Monitora, which is M-O-N-I-T-O-R-A underscore. And then Vermelinha, another really hard word, which is V-E-R-M-I-L-H-I. N H A. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, had to just get that in there. And so going back, touching on the emotional and mental, where were you when you came to me to start this program? Yes. Um, hmm. Okay, so emotional, I was, okay, so I had really recently mm. um, had like I was I was in a really like in a relationship that was extremely codependent and that was a new for me that was like I that was like my track history of like codependent relationships after codependent relationships so I was in a really codependent relationship um it was really like a relationship based and like and like how do you say that that is like adhesed by by like um trauma and like wound like childhood wound it was like that's how we thrive because we were feeding each other's like fears um it was an awesome human being it's just that the place where we were at i felt like that's what we were doing for each other um and i didn't i didn't really know how to get out of it i found my voice to get out of it and then right after that I went almost like back to my same habits and I I like fell for this guy that was also like not very good for me in terms of like emotionally and like what I wanted to create in my life but I for some reason which pretty clear why 
I I was like upset. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. Like I was like obsessed with like making it work, and I wanted like I wanted it. Like I just I was like I was in a very, um, and then and then got like my heart broken by that guy like over and over and over. So I was like sad, heartbroken, and pain. Um, yeah, I was in a pretty like low place a little bit emotionally um and then we did a lot of at the beginning this was like a, the first session we did um what is it called emotional cord cutting. Cord, yeah emotional cord cutting on both of those my last two people i was with um and that was crazy because the situation where I was at, and I, I feel comfortable talking about this opening, even if they hear it, which I thought they will. But um, the place where I was, like, the, the last person I was with wasn't good for me. I had to continue to see. Um, we, we were working in the same environment, and um, it was, like, an everyday, like, challenge for me to be in the same space. And to like let go of like my pain and my anger towards like how, what what happened how it happened and um and also move on from like mm -hmm. this like love that i like had put in my head that was happening um but yeah i mean after the emotional court i remember it was like uh it was like one day we did the court cutting and that I'm tired of like living this pain. I'm gonna him with love because I know we're all doing the best that we can. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, now I can hear you. You cut out. Oh. So starting from like literally one day. Okay. 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 So one. So it was like from one day to the next. We did the emotional cord cutting, and then the next time I saw him, I remember. And this was like a big deal because I was like a whole week. Like, I know it doesn't sound like a lot. A lot of people go through like longer periods, but mind you, before I was doing this with Shana, I've been already doing a lot of personal work. So I've learned how to like cope with situations. And a whole week for me, like sitting in something is a long time. It's a long time, just like a week since like, since I wake up till I go to bed, it's a long time for me to like be in there. So, um, I was really sad. I was like literally crying. I had to see him at work. So every time I like was not around him, I would start crying and like, oh my God, this like thing, it was crazy. Um, but then mm -hmm. after doing the emotional cord cutting, I, I like just like woke up. Like, first of all, we have a bigger purpose at work. I have a bigger purpose. I don't have time to be like crying every two seconds about something that is obvious that it wasn't for me and I, I started becoming like grateful that it didn't work out because I was like, bro, that was so toxic. And I did not deserve, like, I deserve someone that wants to be with me someone that, and then just like stepping into my worth and like next level, like, uh, and also understanding like it had to happen the way that it happened and that I was grateful um, for many reasons. Um, so yeah, from one day to the next, I walked up to him and this was like a surprise for him even because like I said, I was a whole week, like, don't talk to me. Even if it was about work, like if he approached me, I was like, mm -hmm, whatever, like attitude McGee. Like I was like, 
<laughs> the word I was like, mm, like whatever. So, cause I was hurt. I was hurt. And um, from one day, I just walked in. I walked up to him and I was like, hey, like I totally understand. Like we all, we all are doing the best that we can. I like trust me because he had said sorry and I was like, fuck off. But I was like, I forgive you. I forgive myself. I fucking love you. You're amazing. And I hugged him. He was like, <laughs> and after that day, everything, everything has been different. Like, literally, we didn't have to talk about it again. Um, he knows I love him. Like, he's amazing. And I know he loves me, just not in the way that I was, like, obsessed with making it work. Yeah. Uh, and we have an awesome friendship and relationship right now. Like, he's one of... He's awesome. I love him. He's great. And we work together. We're still, like, committed to the purpose of our job, which is to, like, inspire kids and share the passion we have for our art. So, yeah, that's where I was emotionally and where I'm at with that. And so we also, in there, we did the emotional cord cutting, but we also did some inner child work. I remember you going into these deep sessions of this, like, doing integration work, doing the tracing work of the inner child and then integrating it with breath work. And so kind of speak into that a little bit. And then also the change and the shift and the transformation that you made mentally and emotionally. I feel like that goes hand in hand. Yeah. Um, oh my God. Yes. That was amazing. That was, that was like some deep, like deep work and healing when we did those sessions because um so like I said I've done personal work before I've definitely like touched and even like gone deeper into like healing traumas with like while I was growing up with my dad uh, my mom like other people in my family like things that I've gone through and um it was like a next level and not only a next level, it was like um, the space that was created in our sessions was like, I could be a hundred percent authentic. And that meant like owning up to like some things that like maybe at the beginning when I was in, when I, when I was, when I first started working on things with my dad um, with like his addiction and like things that I was present seeing that I wish I didn't but now I can't even say that in a way because I feel like I've grown so much and become the person that I am for kids which is like part of my calling because I went through that when I was a kid so in a way I am grateful that it happened but it, it still sucked like it, I'm not gonna like it still sucked to experience it um but yeah it was like an, a different way of working on these things I I was used to going about it in a specific way of like feeling it letting it go and all that but this was like feeling it authentically like a hundred percent and owning up to like all of it too like my role in it um because throughout the years like i've almost like become like like overplay like a victim 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 like yeah it sucked but we did a lot of work i don't know if you remember like we did a lot of work on like owning up to also like the stories that I've continued to like replay and how I say them and all of that. And that has shifted like everything as well. And even when I was doing a lot of work, like even my dad, my dad is mm -hmm. in my life now and he did 
all those personal development like trainings and work through and even with that like our relationship was never how it is now mm. um and that's not only with my dad it's like everybody in my family um i like my mom is like sometimes i have issues with like my bank account thing situation <laughs> the sale and whatever to pay her so i have to like talk to my mom to be like hey can i just give you a check because my mom is physically here and you send it through through the zell or whatever um and usually my mom would be like oh my god like you're spending a lot of money or like whatever and she's like she's like how much is it is it for shauna oh i have it right here in my i have it right here on the top one i'll send it because she keeps saying she's like i and she knows i've been working on myself and all that but and, she, and that i've like i've i've um invested money in working on myself but this is like the first time that she's like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you want me to like add how much is it no no i got you go i'll send it right now she's like because she keeps saying like you're it's like a 360 like no 180 180 yeah like going back yeah because <laughs> um yeah, she's like, you're a different person. Like, everything. Right now, I have an apartment. I'm, like, the most responsible adult ever. And my mom is just so, like, wow, this is crazy. She comes here. She's like, your apartment is always so clean and organized. And if you met me before, that was me. That wasn't me at all. But that's, like, small little things. But it's just, like, shows. You can't do – you can't be doing amazing things in one area of your life and then I mean you can but for me personally you can't be doing amazing things in one area of your life and then you come to your apartment and it looks like shit all the time that's just it's a representation of like where you're at I think personally um so the fact that like I always have my place nice and I feel happy and like I'm like constantly working on making it more beautiful because beauty for me like aesthetic beauty is like it makes me feel so like uh inside so yeah yeah what were we talking about oh family child work yes so (laughs) oh my god so much healing like (laughs) 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 we yeah it was amazing the breath works so deep like i was like uh, we did one time we did the the child one it was like me talking to myself and talking to my dad and oh my god that was that was amazing and like even if I've done a lot of spiritual work I have like a, a thing with like intimacy and like being fully expressed so like when I'm I feel like I'm very vulnerable I tend to close up but during the sessions it was like it felt so easy and even when I would get like a little stuck like or in my head of like am I gonna say the wrong thing is Shauna expecting me because that's my own conversations it's like is Shauna expecting me to say like this about my childhood or like should I say this to my little girl like my own little girl like whatever the exercise was um I didn't like even when I would feel that I feel like you you felt it too and you would say the perfect thing at the perfect time for me to be like okay I can like be myself exactly what I need to say right now and there's nothing wrong that I can say because this is like my own work and my own healing and that's huge because I mean at the end of the day it is my own work and my own healing so um I I needed that space to like feel like I could be free and authentic and fully expressed 
and if I get stuck, there's no judgment, and there's, like, someone, like, you guiding and supporting to, like, let go of all of that so that, like, I can get out of my own way and heal, finally, which is huge. Yeah, because you're yeah. so deserving, and it's, it's, to it was totally time. Huh. Yeah. So I want to speak about, because you kind of talked about some of your past relationships, and we cannot have this end without going into what you created and what your current relationship experience is and how you like <laughs> how you have been moving through that <laughs> oh my god okay <laughs> okay so yeah so i allowed myself like throughout this whole process I allowed myself to, there was this guy that I liked, like, I liked, but I was super, I was so in that, like, before we did the child work, before we did all that, like, it's obvious why, why I was so attracted to chaos and to, like, toxic relationships, because that is what felt like home. On the mm -hmm. other hand, I had this guy that I thought he was, like, super, like, cute and hot and, like, amazing guy and all of that. He was, he was into me and that didn't feel like home because I was used to, I was used to like not feel like loving someone that wasn't available, loving someone that was like not ready to give me what I was giving them. And that was like, that was, that came from childhood. And it's just like, I've been like replaying that over and over and over and over. Um, and yeah, and then once I started doing all the work and like letting go of all of that, I allowed myself to give this guy like a chance, a true chance. And oh my God, it's funny. It's funny because we can be so like tricky with ourselves, like our ego or whatever it is, because I would be like, oh yeah, this guy is like everything that I've always wanted. And then I kept going to that other guy that was like, uh, this. it was not, it was not it at all. It was so bad. It was, I, would, I would have been so miserable still. Um, yeah. So I gave this guy a chance. We like started talking and going on dates and all that. And like little by little, I like allowed myself. And, and even through all that, it was like that protection mode because it's like, this felt like this guy is ready to love me. This guy is like an amazing human being. Um, he's into like all of, like everything that I'm into. And he, at the same time, he's his own person with his own flair of things that he's into. Um, but the way that like he showed up, it was like, I'm here. I'm present. I like, let's talk about your feelings. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> You're not gonna like be like an asshole and a dickhead and like all those things that I'm like super used to. What the fuck? I don't know if I like you that much. <laughs> so, if anybody's listening to this, I made a face, but you missed the face. Um, so, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, so nothing. We started hanging out, blah blah, we started dating, and it was like, it was like really. Like talk starting dating to date him was an internal work on it like for myself of like allowing myself to be seen fully of being loved fully of being and like receiving because he was it's like 
anything from I don't know if any other people out there struggle with this but like if somebody I'm gonna pay for your dinner like I was like no, no, no. that's the, the smallest thing that he has like attempted to offer me and I've been like wait 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 because it's, I'm like so used to like I gotta figure this out on my own like it's me with me against the world and whatever so it's been like a whole journey of like letting my guards down and allowing somebody else to like love me fully um and okay so this is the thing because now I'm like oh what if my exes listen to this and like they've loved me it's not that I'm not saying that they haven't loved me but the love is um like I said we were uh, where I was at and the people that I was attracting the love was a codependent love so it was a love that wasn't like like pure expecting nothing in return it was a love that um we needed each other in order to feed that like hole that we had um and we were using each other to feel that hole so yes those are people it's not that they were all dicks to me and assholes like they were they were amazing and they would also offer to pay for things and they would also like do loving things but it was a love rooted on like that need and right now the relationship that i have is like this like pure love and like innocent love we're not using each other because like at the same time we both have our things it's not like oh i'm healed like i said i'm perfect but like every time it does show up we recognize it in each other and it's like okay it's time to like either journal uh go talk to your coach or like let's talk about it but we're not gonna fall into like that dependency of like and that goes for everything it's it's like a dependency not only in like the good lovey stuff but um taking things like too personal because like my happiness is um dictated by his actions or his happiness is dictated by my actions so it's like on both spectrums it's not a dependent um love it and sometimes we we fall we might fall into it of like i felt like offended or i felt like that fear of I'm going to be abandoned or um, cheated on or whatever, because that's just like, not only what has been done to me, but again, like I literally every single relationship I've been in the past, I've been, I've like cheated. And I know it's going to be like, Oh my God, she's a piece of shit or whatever. No, or I'm just projecting no. right now. But, but yeah, no. And that's like a lot of the work that I've done. It's like, letting that go and also like owning up owning up to it um understanding it and letting go and knowing that i have like the opportunity to do something different now which is like yeah. what i'm doing and it feels so awesome yeah um yeah and it's beautiful it's so beautiful to watch to experience that to watch you to see you guys together to like know his heart and like his pureness and how like if there's anyone to like open your heart to and like be in the practice of opening your heart and receiving, he's a good one. He's a great one. He's a, the best one. Yeah. And so you talked about like cheating on your past lovers and in true essence, like we know, and maybe like the world knows that when that happens, it's like, it's our intimacy issues our, or it's coming up against our ability to speak into like our boundaries have been crossed or it's time for us to leave and we don't know how to voice it. Like it comes up against those things that are more internal. 
And so I want to talk about sexually and sexuality with you and how that shifted first where you were when we started and then we'll get into the shifting of it. And I can't see you anymore. Bianca. Bianca. Bianca, 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 where did you go, Bianca? Bianca, Bianca, she's gone, Bianca. Let's see, I'll stop this and start it back in a second. All right, so we're getting to the sexuality and sensuality portion, and I would love for you to share where you were when you first came in to the Total Freedom Protocol program, and then we'll talk about the evolution and the transformation. Awesome. Okay, yes. So sexuality for me has been an interesting and like like highly evolving topic, especially through the program and the time that we've been um, sharing together because before, it's not that I wasn't aware of it. Like, I, I knew there was more to sex. Um, I just didn't, I didn't have the courage to, like, be vulnerable and intimate with somebody else. I didn't know any other way to do it, really. Um, the way that I grew up and the culture that I grew up and, like, since I was younger in Puerto Rico, like, sex is just fuck. Like, sex is just have sex. And then for girls, it's, like, like, put on a show like you have to be like the sexiest the most like promiscuous like just like do what they want you to do and and look a certain way and act a certain way um and that's just how I grew up that's like my background and um and then feeling like a void like I like I said I had um like with my dad like leaving and like using drugs and not being emotionally available um at a young age like me and I remember that it was like me and like two of my other friends we we all had daddy issues um and we figured out like we didn't talk about it. it wasn't like oh my god I figured out the recipe to fill this void but like it was like a thing like us three we were like the girls and like all the guys wanted to be with us and that was like our way of calling attention um and it's like it's a it's crazy to think about it but um and it's crazy also because right now I work with kids and I see I see those traits already in girls that are like 13 14 I'm like oh okay like I'm glad I'm here and I mean there's yeah I'm glad I'm here and like I know exactly what they're going through and like seeing it like calling attention from guys being like the most like sexy like the, they don't even know the sexiest but it's just like they figure out that if they show their body if or act a certain way and don't have boundaries because that's the thing like I don't I have no issue with I'm a very because I grew up in an island I love being like bathing suit bikinis like that's like my thing I love showing my body because I feel more comfortable I'm not used to like being super covered up but I think the where the line is like blurred is like knowing your worth and setting boundaries and like yeah knowing how to say no and being okay with saying no, that's, like, the thing. It's, like, the, like, who cares if that guy or girl, whoever you're gonna, like, you're kissing or being intimate with, 
who cares if that person thinks you're like whack or whatever because you chose not to have sex with them like that used to be my mm -hmm. thing i i used to say yes because of approval I used to say yes because it was filling a void of like being loved and being like wanted um especially for male like growing up for male because I believe it's because like my dad wasn't there and like it was like that like oh my gosh like I figure out the formula to get attention from guys just give them what they want and at that age what they want is sex so and a lot of the times like during sex I was like oh like I don't want to be doing this or even like after before they would start touching me and I'll be like mm, or whatever like what I'm gonna say no that guy's gonna hate me he's gonna think I'm like a prune or whatever the fuck so I just gotta do it like you just do it and that was for years and years and years and years and years and um uh it, it's been like it's taken a lot of work for me to like forgive myself start loving my body again because then my body just became like this thing like this thing like if it if I let other people use it and think of it as something that they can use that means that I'm seeing it like that too there's no way I can see my body as like this like beautiful, holy, um, sacred, physical thing and let other people use it when they please, even when I don't want to do anything. Of course, my self-image was like, I know guys and, and girls, like I know people can see my body and be like "Ooh, that's sexy I want to touch it and fill up of it and even if I didn't want to I would give into it so sex was just sex sex was like whatever even in intimate relationships even in like like loving relationships for me it was really hard to be like 100% vulnerable and again like the people that I was attracting weren't the best at being like we were in the same space that's why we were attracting each other so like even if we were in a committed relationship sex was fucking and death that's it like always um and i've always like i now i'm learning more about tantra and knowing that it's not just about sex but all i knew about tantra was like tantric sex which it was like more of like a pre being present and like taking your time and not just like wow do it and like whatever so I bought a book, but I never got to reading it. It's just, like, something that I've been interested in for so long, but scared, like, so scared to, like, really dive into it because that would mean that I had to be vulnerable and intimate, and that shit is scary, like, for me. And, but now I've been playing more and more with it, and I'm learning more about my, my body and, um, and, like, just, like, loving myself so much and speaking up and forgiving doing a lot of forgiveness work a lot of um yeah just loving myself and then in my relationship now it's like it's like of course like he doesn't come from a background of like tantric sex and being super like intimate but his nature is already like he's a very um open and like sensitive and like caring and uh, gentle person so I feel safe to like like stop and like talk and look at each other and and be like okay I like this I don't like this which is something that like 
I've always been like, oh my God, that's awesome that you guys can do it. Fuck that shit. I don't know how to do that. Uh-uh. I'm like, nope. Uh-uh. But now I'm like all about it. Little by little. Yes, I'm not like 100%. I still get like, want to make jokes every time we're like doing intimate, like, like when he's like looking at my eyes and we're like, so like we just, we read something and we're like trying different things now. And he asked me, I'm like, it's so cold outside, right? Like I just like want to like, switch it up but I'm learning and that's like the biggest thing I think the biggest thing is that like it's fine it's happening right it's not gonna be like okay I say I'm gonna do this and boom we're like directly in it but it's happening and I'm feeling more and more comfortable with myself and with being open and I mean I'm kind of downplaying it too and just focusing on on the on my like flaws in it because on the other side like I've never had sex where I feel like I can be like fully free. And that's like the sex that I'm having now. It's like, it's like so authentic and freeing and, and gentle. Like, it's not like, uh, it, it can be like that sometimes. And I love that shit. Obviously that's <laughs> <laughs> Like, I love it. I feel like... got to admit to liking better. She not. She is. <laughs> yes, yes. It's not like, oh, forget about all that, like, mm, sex. Like, yes, I still want that sex. But, like, that's all I knew. And it wasn't, mm, like, passionate. It was, mm, like, 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 um, just get out, like, just, just do it use each other and like I felt used a lot that was like my biggest thing like feeling used and even when I started oh when I started this relationship we didn't have sex for oh my god we didn't have sex I feel like the first like two months or more I don't even know it was like a lot that's super new for me um because that was the, the, the thing it was like if I liked someone, I felt like if I didn't give them sex, then they wouldn't like me back. I had to do it. Like, come on, blah, blah. So with him, it was like, I mean, it's not that I don't want to have sex with you. I do. And, like, I'm trying something out. And it was amazing to be able to do that. And it didn't even feel like, oh, I'm dying. I can't wait to have sex. And it also didn't feel like he's about to leave me because we're not having sex. Actually, the, the opposite. He was, like, so, like, um... Like, I know he really wanted to have sex, it was obvious. But he was very, like, uh, very... Um, patient. Patient and, like, how do you say that? Like, he just, he respected and, like, was even more, he respected me more and he respected, like, what we had going on. And we created, like, from the get-go, instead of, like, this whole sexual relationship, it was, like, a more intimate getting to know each other relationship than just like stags right off the bat and there's nothing wrong with that like if that's what people like that's okay it's just for me it was perfect what I needed to do in that moment and I'm super grateful I did and it's funny we joke about it because it was a risk like you imagine you like meet someone you really like them and then all of a sudden you're like because I know we never did anything like I never saw him naked or anything why if he gets naked I'm like bro bro what is this? I don't like you anymore. But no, it was amazing. It was like the best sex I've ever had. Like, I think his body's amazing. He thinks my body's amazing. We just like honor each other. And it's like, oh, it's the best. So yeah, sex is bomb. Yes. 
And I love being able to witness because all that was happening as you were in the program and just witnessing you doing it different. And I wasn't like, Bianca, let's do this differently. It was like, it was a download for you. And I just, and it was like, if you decided to have sex with him, whatever, it was fine. There's no shame. Yeah. But it was just like, it was what was needed at that time to shift your conversation and relationship with sex and with connecting with people. Because oftentimes when we start dating, we can start connecting sexually and confuse that with like, oh my God, this is my person, this is my being, I must, I must, I must. And some of us, and really truly all of us, if we're like really truthfully in it, sex connects us on such a deep level that it can really um, cause things to be more um, overwhelming and emotional than they actually are. So I just really love that you that you took that period and and like you did the work. Like we would look at stuff, and we would talk about it, and we talked about like the the wounds around like sexuality for you have been very pertinent and. And like mm -hmm. feeling around it has been imperative for your evolution and the work that you do with kids and the work that you're here to do and like your your divine gift. So it's been beautiful and it's like the efforts that we continue because you continued my six month continuation program and it's like we continue to move through that and I love being able to be in that space of like healing sexuality and transforming it with you. Yeah, it's been it's been honestly life-changing and beautiful and it continues to be like yeah now i'm doing the the extended six months um and i i like it's like crazy i just continue to see all the the shifts and i'm in love i'm in love with my life and i know it's like literally all all of this now saying all of this aloud everything that has shifted i'm like holy shit i feel so much but now where I'm at, I'm like, I know this is just the beginning, really, because it's where I'm, where I'm, like, living, like, in alignment with, like, everything that I've always wanted. Um, so now, from now, it's, like, like, starting over, I don't know, just feels awesome. I can't, I'm, I'm excited for what's next. Like, so much is coming. I feel it. And it's going to be amazing, just like yes. it has been all this time. Yes. And so last two things, because I want to talk about spiritually and then I want to talk about your career shift because you mentioned that in the beginning. So spiritually speaking to where you were and like the fears and all of that, the resistance and like where you've evolved to. Yeah. Okay. So hmm. I've always, since I was younger, I, I like, I've been so like my mom, my mom and her and her friends, they all do like the card readings. Like I've always been kind of like surrounded by my, my mom's sister friend is like this yoga teacher and she used to do Reiki before my test and things like that. But I, I don't know. I've always had like something inside of me. Like I feel like, like I'm like, I can be like a spiritual healer and all that. But that was like really like hidden down there and something that I had like a lot of fears and even like saying it out loud because I felt like either two things one I would be talking to somebody I didn't believe in things like that and they would like judge me or like say that those things are not real or like blah 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 or like get a real job or whatever all those fears are like were huge for me or the other one it's like I'm talking to somebody that like is into all these things but 
this is my own things it's not like anybody had ever made me feel like that but it was like that like oh like yeah all these things exist but like you're you don't have what it takes kind of thing or like I was like you're not you're not you have no like psychic abilities or you're not and I I don't know yet I'm still discover. actually yeah I do know I do know I do know I do know but I've been really in like the discovery of all of that and playing around with like my intuition and um and just like bringing it forth more and trusting it more and trusting myself and like I've I've had like a lot of like amazing experience while meditating um everything from like um community sorry like communicating with um with people that have passed away even last night I had a dream I haven't told you about it but I had a dream it was crazy yeah I had a dream of me talking to this girl that was that was telling me that her best friend had passed away and she was crying she's like so I feel like I'm crazy because I feel like he's here but maybe I'm holding on to all these things that are not real. And then I started crying in my dream and I started talking like if I was him. So I was like, I woke up and I told my boyfriend, I'm like, I don't know if I, so I come, because I said this, I was like, I don't know if I communicate with people that have passed away or they just like speak through me. Like I can, they just like go and whatever they need to express, they express it through me. Cause I was crying. Like if I was that person, like, like, no, like, don't give up on me kind of thing. Like, I'm here and I know everything that you're doing for me and for us. And like, what, like all these things. I don't even know who this person is in my dream. But I had a whole dream about that. Um, and, uh, and everything like Reiki, uh, I've been like practicing on myself and on my boyfriend and on the kids. Like, I bring it to work and, and it's, it's amazing amazing the work that I'm doing with the kids and right now I've shifted I'll talk about career eventually but I I just I shifted the position that I have and now I have the opportunity to like work one-on-one with kids and and that goes with like anything that they're going through or like things that happen every day with kids like he pushed me he kicked me but like all those little things can evolve into like how how they see themselves and what they mold themselves like what view they have about themselves now at this age um for the future and this is what i always say like the kids who are kids right now are going to be the adults of our whole world eventually so they're going to be like the the people at work at the grocery store the polit the politicians the the authors like the mentality that's going to be in the future is happening right now they're like five years old right now eight years old and they're going through stuff so being there for that is I think is super important um and then what else spiritually like now I wake up I do my my rituals I like meditate I set my intention I like once a week when I feel called not even once a week I don't know when I feel called I do my cards and like it's so like I feel so connected to all of it and at the same time, I'm like growing more and more and building my confidence. And like, I can be like a spiritual teacher and healer. And I am like, I know I am. Oh, okay. I know I am. Yeah. And, um, and a lot, and like trusting myself more. Um, and yeah. And like standing up to it too, because it's like, I don't have to be against anybody that doesn't believe in it, but also I don't have to like, like diminish myself or like not shine my light or not express things that some people might not be like 
ready to hear just because um, I feel like I'm going to be judged or not. And that's, that's super huge because, I mean, if not, I would have stayed in the dark and just, like, feeling all these things but not expressing it. Right now, I'm, like, more and more being fully expressed in, like, my spirituality and my gifts, too, and what I have to offer. And what I came here to do, that's, like, huge. Because yes. I know, yeah, I know for sure that's, like, my soul's purpose is definitely, like, in the realm of spirituality. So, yeah. And you were in that, you were stuck in that cycle of, like, what will people think? What will they say? This is not me. These are not my powers. Like, you were stuck there for a while. And then I was like, "Mm -mm, no, no more, more of that. Like, it's time. Like, you are this, you are holy, you are magical. Let's discover like what your your gifts are. They're not the same as everybody else. And yes, there is a theory that like we can all have similar gifts, but they're not transmuted and um, they're not at the same level. So it's like, is yours. So that's been a beautiful journey to be on with you. And to just like discover, like you were, you went to like Halloween, I gave you the assignment to do Reiki on someone. Mm-hmm. First weekend, I think that you did uh, Reiki on Kes- on your boyfriend, yeah. Kesike. And yeah. Um, yeah, so you just continue to step up and step through those things because that's where the truth is. It's like those thoughts may continue to come up, but the way that we get out of them is by walking through them and you continue to do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I used to feel like that. Per- like, I used to listen to your podcast and, like, other, other like, spiritual teachers' podcasts. And, I, like, I was always in the background. I'm, like, I love all these things. Like, I just, I feed it to myself day in and day out. And now I'm, like, I'm not, it's, like, switching. Not This is the same in Capoeira, but, like, switching from being, like, a student to being a teacher, too. Like, now I'm coming to the, like, foreground of it and saying instead of saying in the in the background like I used to be I couldn't deny the fact that like this was in my nature like yeah I would wake up put a podcast I would meditate like I'm doing all the things I'm just like a, a follower like a listener not like a leader and I feel like now it's time it's really really time for me to like put it out there because I was holding my gifts from the world and I don't know if anybody else that's listening to this feels the same like you're super into all these things but you don't consider yourself as like powerful enough or like you have like understood your gifts enough to like give back but it's just it's it's like just starting and owning up to it and like being a hundred percent in your power and just doing it so that's what I'm doing now you can do it too let's go (laughs) Let's go, let's go, let's Let's go. go. So lastly, one of, everything has been huge. Everything has been big. Like 90 days, it seems like, I mean, years and decades of life shifts. And so let's talk about your job. You talked about being drained and not being in your genius and working with your your gifts. So speak about how you transformed that in these 90 days. Because it was literally in these 90 days, it transformed. Yeah, so many things, like, played a role into, like, me having the position that I have now. And I remember it was, like, so many back and forth of, like, I'm stuck in this, I'm stuck in this, and then you supporting me in that. And then it's, like, okay, now I'm stuck in this, I'm stuck in this, and then supporting me in that. It was, like, so many back and forth of, like, everything from understanding, like, first getting clear myself, like, what I wanted to do. And in order for me to do that, I had to, like, let go of, like, 
what I thought it was possible, what I thought was like not going to work, like all these ideas that I had in my head and it was just like, okay, like letting, it's almost that, that question of like, if you could have anything, like what it would be instead of thinking like, well, I really want this, but I don't think it's possible. So I'm just going to lower my standards or like try to fit it into what I think is possible. No, it's like, forget about all of that. Like, what would you ideally want? And now let's like work to create it. So that's exactly what we did. And in order for me to do that, ooh, it took a lot because I, I was like, I had to, so I was super drained. Um, I love the idea of my job. Like I love the fact that I was working with kids, doing capoeira. Um, I was in a space where like, I, I love my coworkers. And, but th my position was every single day I was teaching classes in a very like loud and hectic environment and it's a martial art at the end of the day so how we handle situations and how we discipline the kids is like if they are talking while you're talking go do burpees and like things like that which I don't disagree I, I'm not it's a martial art it's how it is it's, it's like teaching them discipline and like consequence and things like that I, I, I can agree to that um, but it wasn't in my nature, like, it's not how I, um, just because I agree with something doesn't mean that I am called here to do that. There's people that, that, that are okay with, like, being that person that's like, go do burpees, go do burpees, and they don't feel drained afterwards. I felt like I was going against, like, what my true nature in relating to kids was. So I still wanted to be in that space. I just didn't want to be the teacher that had to send them to do burpees every two seconds or be like, stand straight with your hands on your feet together. Blah, blah, blah. Like, ah, uh, that's like, my heart was like not in alignment with that. And that's why I felt like continuously like drained and tired and annoyed and just like very short tempered and irritable. I was just like not having it. Um, but then we worked on like me finding out what I wanted, what, what would be like true to me and what I'm here to do and then speaking up about it that was like the next big thing i kept like procrastinating <laughs> and like like oh i'm gonna talk to him tomorrow and then i'm like yeah it didn't happen blah, 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 but it's gonna happen next time and then like just working on that and like working with you on like i can have what i want in my life and i am worthy and i'm valuable too like i i've always had this thing like yeah, I've, it's been with all areas. It's like stepping into like how valuable I am and that I, I also, it's not like I'm like more than anybody else, but I'm also not less than anybody else. So I don't have to be like, like I, like almost like I need other people. It's like nobody needs each other, but I'm very valuable here. So I can speak up about like how I would be happy working here instead of like I'm doing this because this is like the job position that they gave me and I guess this is the only way I can work here and blah blah like no it's like okay I love working here but doing this specific task like are not for me and I'm not feeling happy here and I'm just not going to continue to do it is it possible for me to do this this and that which is like um for me, I love coaching and I've been working with kids for a really long time. So it's almost like I asked if I could be like a mediator. Like every time something happens with the kids, like I said before, it's like 
if they're fighting or if like something happened at home or at school or they're having a hard time they're not listening like things like that but like instead of being like that's it go do burpees it's like okay so what's really going on so like do you understand why we're asking you guys to stand in this way like do you understand like this is teaching you like more in a like intimate way with the kids and like helping them grow and understand their own feelings and their role in the world so that was one thing that I asked um and then I love I do love teaching so I'm still teaching just a different different I'm not gonna go into the details of like specific things that I ask this is very specific to my job but this could be applied to anybody if it's like if you're working in an environment that like you don't want to leave because x y and z okay you don't have to leave but you also don't have to do things that you don't want to do um or like be complacent or settle um if it's not making you happy like we're all here in this world to like do what makes us happy and what lights us up so if you're not doing that get a coach like Shauna so that you can like see what's getting in the way like really why is it that you haven't like gotten there yet and now let's work on that so that you can get there and that's exactly what I did and that's where I'm at now um not only in like my job so I have like my job and then I have my own personal like career goals and there's like a lot of amazing good news too even yesterday was like another big like step into doing what I love which is like I want to start teaching capoeira workshops all over the world and festivals and um and also like capoeira is a martial art but it's also like a form of expression and movement so I want to tie in that into like spirituality and personal development and that's like already like starting to happen and I'm moving towards that I'm going to start teaching my own classes twice a month and this awesome like studio and that's the beginning because i yeah and then i'm gonna go i'm that's it it's on it's on it's on it's on so anything is possible awesome. for real and i've been like experiencing that yeah and i mean there's so much in there there's so much celebration and it's been fun celebrating you you also did your first workshop which you had been coming up oh, yeah. Resistance on doing it and just in being like I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do all the steps it takes to create it has allowed you to now do like staff trainings at your work and do have like the framework for what you're bringing into the world even more yes I did uh, I did a parent workshop like a parenting conscious parenting workshop that was awesome um, and yeah it was that it's like I I told myself I was going to do it before the end of the year. I had a lot of resistance. Like, everything was, like, <gasps> um, but once I started flowing with it, it's, like, I can't wait to do it. I can't wait to do it. And then I did that one, and then I did a staff training, which is, like, amazing. Because the more I put myself out there, for example, like, the parenting workshop, for the longest time, I've been telling myself that this is, like, this is it for me. But I haven't done it. So who knows? But it's just like uh, every time somebody asks me, like, what do you want to do? I'm like, oh, I want to help like parents and kids, parents and kids, parents and kids. Um, and I, I, I still feel that way. But because I put myself out there and started doing it, I started like learning more about what truly feels good and what truly is my calling. And I can only do that by experience, not by sitting back and repeating the same thing over and over. And like parent, parent, kids, parent, kids, parent, kids, like, OK, sounds great in my head but once you put yourself out there once I put myself out there and I experienced that now I'm starting to learn like what I actually like love about it is helping people 
whether they're parents, whether they're kids, whether they're, they're like adults, whatever it is, like I find myself in my element when I'm giving workshops and I'm working with like a group of people and I see them connecting and I see them healing and like recognizing things about each other, helping each other recognize things about each other. Like that mm -hmm. is my shit. So I'm planning on like doing more of that. And same thing, like right now I'm saying that's my shit because I've only done two of those. Who knows if I like continue to do it. And while I'm doing it, I'm like, oh my God, my shit is doing Reiki. My shit is whatever it is, but I won't know. We won't know until we go. And yeah. once we were in it, then we're like, oh my God. So yeah. Yeah. I'm like yeah. excited about all of that. Clarity comes oh. in action and like the boldness of taking it. The one thing, oh my God, yes. this is like huge, huge. And it really came up for me yesterday is that I've always had like a visionary mind. Like I've always had like all these amazing ideas. And if you, like, if I talk to someone and they tell me like, oh yeah, like, I don't know about anything. I'm a basketball teacher and blah, blah, blah. I just wanted my kids to learn a little bit more about balance. Bro, just give me an issue. Just give me a problem. I have the best. Like, I'm like, this idea, do this, do this, do this. Oh, my God, I have the best program. We could sell this program to the whole world. Blah, blah, blah. This is going to be amazing. So many people are going to, like, benefit from it. I can do that with, like, a bunch of topics. But that's the thing. I would get really excited about all my crazy ideas. They're not crazy. They're amazing. But they're, like, about anything. I could have amazing ideas. But and the other thing is before I met Shauna, before I started working with Shauna, I was, like, I was always busy. I'm not the type of person to like come home and lay and watch Netflix. Nothing wrong with it. Like now I watch Netflix because I've, I've like, I don't know. I have so much time. I feel like now and I'm still doing things. But back then it was like, I was always busy. Like, like I couldn't sit and watch Netflix because I had to do this and I had to plan for that. But I was never like actually accomplishing that much. Like not, I had no like real results. I was like all over the place, always busy but nothing was actually happening right now. It's like everything's so like, these are my goals. This is the next step for this goals. Okay. I accomplished those steps. Now these are the next steps. And a month later, the workshop is happening. Exactly how we talked about it was going to happen. It's not like I start. I have all these ideas. I start a little bit, but then I get distracted with this other idea. And I start a little bit of that one, but this one that was over here, never got to finish and it's like I never actually finished anything now I'm like seeing like completion in things and and like moving forward and accomplishing things so that's really cool um and another thing that really supported me is the whole perfect like for me I had to know exactly how what it was gonna look like like and where it was gonna take me like what if I go with this idea and I find out midway that I actually really find myself working more on this realm then who cares? Like follow through with one thing all the way, do it, not knowing like where it's going to lead you. That's huge for me because I always like think, I think that that was like the underlying conversation of stopping things and not finishing is because of the insecure, like it was like an insecurity of not trusting myself, not trusting my journey and like mm -hmm. wanting to control it in a way. Like I wanted to control because I didn't know what the end result, I didn't know exactly where it was taking me. So because I didn't know exactly where it was taking me, then it was like scary. It was like, I don't know if I want, what if I don't want to go that way? So what? Like, perfect. Go that way. See where, where it leads you. Learn more about yourself. Now go this way, wherever you want to go. That's what I'm doing now. Thank 
me, thank God, thank Shauna, thank, thank the program, thank like everything that has like played a role in this like new mentality. And it sounds like, oh yeah, of course, duh. But it's not duh when you're in it. And maybe whoever is listening, like this is duh for you and you already do things like that. But there's other things that are not so duh for you. And when you're in it, you're in it. And then like, there's so much support in having someone like bounce, I not even ideas, but like ask questions, be in discovery so that you can be in discovery with yourself and like realize like, holy shit, that's not like what I'm about. This is what I'm about. How can we have me be in alignment with what I'm about and let's go for it. So, yeah. Yes. Oh, thank you, Bianca. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> this is fine. Uh, and the best is yet to come. The best is now. The best is yet to come. The best is happening. So you guys, if you feel called to take this journey with me and to have similar results unique to you, as Bianca has shared, then go onto my website, www.mysticalminister.com and fill out a free consultation form and we will get it scheduled and we will connect to see if this is the next right step for you in spirit and in truth. And until then, stay blessed, stay in the light, and remember that you are holy, holy, and innocent. Until next time, we'll see you guys out there. Bye. Yeah. And that's a wrap on today's I Am Sovereign podcast. And remember, I am sovereign. I am sovereign. I am sovereign. And I choose sovereignty now. And so it is. Until next time, stay bold, stay powerful, stay in the truth. And if you feel called to work with me in the sovereign containers that I hold in the world, you can book a consult with me, a freedom breakthrough consult, and we can see if the 12-week sovereign initiation is the right track for you. And I look forward to seeing you guys out there in the world on this sovereign path.